Firing staff is, I think, one of the hardest things we have to do as business owners and managers. And when we do so, we need to be absolutely sure we're doing the right thing. The consequences for the staff member can be significant, especially if, for example, they're the sole breadwinner in the family. And if they're being fired for some form of gross misconduct, it's unlikely you're going to pay them um, any notice period. They will be basically dismissed and, and that's the end of it. And even if they're a contractor, whatever, is the burden that that can put onto you. And I know in my experience has put onto me thinking about, did I make the right decision? Have I you know, potentially messed up the this person's short term financial situation, hopefully only short term financial situation? Have I done that with a clear conscience and having tools available to make that decision easier and be confident that there is you know, proof beyond reasonable doubt that the whatever the activity you are dismissing the person for is valid and genuine, then that can at least go some way to putting your mind or your soul or whatever at rest that it was the right decision. And even if it was a hard one. And today I want to explore a couple of ways which we have utilized some of the features within Google to make that decision um, and be confident it was the right one. So the question is this, how do entrepreneurs like us who don't have an endless supply of cash, how do we leverage the best apps, virtual assistants, automation tools and systems to scale our businesses, increase our profits and have more time to do what we love to do each day? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Dr. Steve Day and this is Systemize Your Success. Okay, so it's very rare that this happens in our business. In fact, we've in the past seven years had to dismiss a total of two people out of probably around 40 odd staff members that have come and gone over that time for various reasons. But only two people have ever been dismissed for um, reasons I'm going to explain in this episode. Um, the first one uh, was due to um, exaggerating the time taken to complete work. So when they were tracking their time and sending us invoices for the work they were doing, we were starting to question how long activities were taking. And this went on for a period of time. And, and eventually we, we actually looked into it and, and found there was ways we could actually prove uh, beyond any reasonable doubt that this person hadn't been working uh, at the times they said they were or doing the work that they put onto their invoice or as we call it the timesheet, the time tracker. Um, we ask our staff to track all their time um, currently on a, on a spreadsheet so we can use that for understanding the capacity of the team, for process improvement, for them being able to give us an accurate um, invoice as well for the time that actually worked. And it's one of the most powerful things we use in our business, something I highly recommend. Uh, and there's good and bad ways to do that, I believe. And the reasons why you're doing it need to be genuine and not simply just to spy on your staff. And I'll cover this again in, a, in another episode coming up shortly. And I have just touched on this in the past, but we've actually updated our, our policies and I've changed my mind on some of this, which I'll cover in a future episode. But for now, this is really about when you believe whatever reason, however you're tracking, or maybe it's just a gut feeling that this person that you're in question is extending the time, for example, that they um, are charging you for the work they're doing. And so I'm going to show you exactly how we discovered this and how we could prove beyond any reasonable doubt that this person didn't do that work during that time and some really uh, useful tips in the Google Admin Console, but also just in Google Documents as well. 
and something that you might not be aware of. Uh, I wasn't until I started really digging, but they're very, very powerful. And the second instance, uh, again, using the same techniques, I was able to prove this beyond any reasonable doubt that um, there were some manipulations on um, the amount of time uh, tracked and charged. And we, the person in question uh, denied it categorically. They said they must have been hacked. Someone must have had the password and logged in as them. So that's why their username was on the version history on the, on the, the, the change log for the document. And that put me in a really difficult position because I'd worked with that person for quite a few years and I trusted them. And so I wanted to believe them. I really wanted to believe them. I wanted to believe A, that it, it wasn't true just because I really like this person. Um, as I said, I've worked with them for a long time. I had a relationship with them, a friendly relationship with them. And uh, and also, you know, I, I just the consequences of, of making a wrong decision and having to live with that. And I, I just was in a really difficult and dark place while I was making this decision to whether or not to let this person go and thankfully because of the tips i'm going to explain to you today and if you are listening to this podcast on the podcast um, i'm going to be explaining also this you'll get everything from the podcast audio version but i'm also going to share my screen so if you do want to catch uh, the more detailed detail on how you find the talking about and what they look like then you might want to jump over to uh, YouTube or onto our actually onto our core site not core site sorry the uh, podcast site so systems um, systemizeyoursuccess.com find the episode page and the video link there will be on there to the YouTube video where you can actually watch what I'm, I'm, I'm talking through uh, as we're going through it now so a couple of simple things uh, that you, you may be aware of, of one of them I don't think you may also be aware you might not be aware of the second one so we'll start with it with a simple one and as I say um, for, this, for the benefit of people watching the video I'm just about to share my screen and so what I'm showing on the screen now is a time tracking sheet. So however you track time, we're just looking here to say, look, this person on this particular day, and just to be clear, this is not the person in question at all. This is a, a current and a very good employee. Um, but I just picked it as, as a random example to, to show how we can actually see exactly what work was done during the time that's been logged. And this is, just to be clear, anything that's happening within your Google Drives um, in this, this specific example, but there are other uses for the same techniques which you can explore if you need to. So what I've got here is a, her uh, invoice that she's provided for me and she says that on the 25th of January, whatever, she's done 43 minutes work on this particular um, document. And, you know, maybe I want to, maybe I want to question that. In this case, I don't, you know, it's a totally valid, but maybe I do want to question that. And in the example I explained a couple of last few years ago now, the person had consistently logged excessive amounts of time doing work, which really didn't justify the amount of time logged. And this was on an ongoing and consistent basis for a number of weeks. And we could see that the time she charged us for doing the work. And when we added it all up, it just didn't make sense. And then we wanted to say, okay, look, She's saying it took this long. We're saying it's not. It's sort of like, you know, who, who's right? And how do we prove that? And that's what this is about. So here I can say, okay, great. So she, this person has been doing this work on the sheet. Now, the first way to uh, look at this is to go to the version history of the actual document. In this case, it's a spreadsheet. So we can actually just open the spreadsheet up. And in there, we can go to our version history. So um, just basically go to the file menu, go to version history, and then see version history. And then we can find the, the date in question. So, for example, this was the, uh, my, my um, it was the 25th of January, and it was at 7.40 a.m. And the times tracked on here 
uh, I believe they just have to check the time zone is right just to get it right depending on what time they're looking in and make sure that makes sense and then I can see okay so on the 25th of January then I can see there were some changes made so I'm going to go to the entry which uh, correlates with the time that they've logged or it may just be a day if you're not exactly sure and I can actually see then um, who is logged in and who is making changes and as I actually click on each of the um, versions and every single change is logged on here I can actually see if you if you uh, there's a, a button at the bottom that says show changes which is clicked as default I can actually see at that particular time so in this case like eight uh, 12 minutes past eight at that time she actually clicked on this sheet exactly what changes were made and I can compare maybe the day before so if I go to the the previous day and um, and then I can see, okay, well, what did the spreadsheet look like the day before or at the beginning of that session? And then what did the spreadsheet look like at the end of the time in question? And I can actually see, oh, yeah, all these changes have been made. This is what's different about it. And in this case, it was actually just updating one column. It had the wrong URLs in. So she went through and systematically updated every single URL on this quite large spreadsheet, which is why you know it took quite a long time to do it but i can actually see every time she's logged in i can see the consistency of her logging in there's no gaps of like 15 minutes when she's gone off to get a cup of coffee and nothing's happened it's actually a really easy way to sort of see the cadence of somebody's work and i don't just be clear i don't advocate that you're doing this on a regular basis that this is something you go and you know spy on your staff and then get really worried about it and worked up you'll know you'll have it in your gut when things aren't looking quite right and it's not typically the one-off events um, you can look at, you know, if someone's logged an excessive amount of time for a piece of work, you think, how does that possibly take that long? And you really, you know, you want to check, then this is a good way to do that really simply and easily. Now, this may be enough for you. Be able to say, look, that person logged in. I know that person has got their own login. They use two-factor authentication, for example. There's a good reason to put that on because then it's almost impossible for, for somebody else to have uh, logged in on their behalf. So if it says it was them that logged in, it probably was. Or almost categorically was uh, but in, in my case we didn't have two-factor authentication switched on and despite me showing this evidence of the changes etc and this person in question be logged in they denied it they said this is definitely wasn't me somebody has hacked me somebody has manipulated this in order to you know, make me look bad and again that as I said that put me in a pretty pretty uh, awkward position so what I then did was research how can I get some more detail about this rather than just the changes that were made but really specifically which user made these changes and be absolutely sure where that person was located and if we go into the admin console in Google we have something called the reporting and under there something called audit and investigation and on that I'm showing it on my screen at the moment you can then set up filters so in this case, I've set up a specific filter for the person that we're looking at in this example. And I've said between a couple of dates, so the day before, day after, um, and the person's uh, login e email, and then show me the events uh, for that particular time period. So I can then actually go into the back end, if you like, and see the same thing I'm seeing on that version history. So I can see this person has been updating this thing we call the LW Core Site Map PPP. Um, just for those people watching it on the screen, this is the document in question. And I can see that all those logs that we saw in the version history are, are duplicated on here. This is like the, the raw data which actually is used to update that version history. But what we also get on here is the IP address. 
So we can actually see where this person was located in terms of which you know, which uh, IP they're using, so where, where which computer they're on in effect, um, and therefore pretty categorically know that if this person uses their regular IP address, as in basically the computer in their home, and those changes were made to that document using that IP address, which is the same IP address they use on a regular basis, or they've done some work that they um, have uh, said, yes, that definitely, definitely was me doing that work, but this one wasn't. Well, we can say, well, unfortunately, it's the same IP address and it's your login. So for me, that was enough categorical proof to suggest that actually the changes in question were made by that person at that time on her computer using her login. So with or without two-factor authentication, that was enough evidence for me to, to actually make the decision to dismiss that person. And although it was still an incredibly hard thing to do, I, you know, I, I actually spoke to a, a lawyer friend of mine about it. I spoke to other business colleagues. I was just distraught about, you know, is this the right thing to do, et cetera. But when I suggested, oh, sorry, when I explained and showed them the evidence that I had, it was a, really a black and white decision. Uh, you know, it was the evidence was there and therefore I had to make the decision. So that's it really. And just to summarize what, I, what I've shown you today or what I've talked through today is that when we are questioning whether it's, so, has somebody made a, a change to something that you want to then say, look, that was not the right thing to do. So for example, manipulating times or manipulating some part of a sheet or making a um, you know, some some changes to some documents or whatever within your drive, that then uh, in a detrimental way, deleting documents, whatever it is, something that is, um, you know, gross, uh, an act of gross misconduct, I think that's the legal term for it, um, then we can actually identify by the version history what changes were made, when they were made, and who made them really easily and simply, and in a lot of detail as well. And then if we use the audit investigation um, part of the admin console in Google, you can actually see the IP address as well to get absolute categorical evidence that that was that particular person at that particular computer at that particular time doing those changes. So it all matches up and it gives you quite a lot of um, evidence to go on. So I hope that's been useful. It's uh, not something that I particularly uh, like to have to talk about, but I think it's good to be honest. These things do happen from time to time. And as I said, it's very, very rare. In my experience, it's only happened twice in seven years. Um, and because of having a knowledge of the version history and also the back end in, in the uh, admin console, it's enabled me to sleep with my decision, to sleep with my decision, to, to be, be uh, happy or not happy, but uh, be settled, you know, that I did make the right decision. I've not, you know, potentially screwed up this person's uh, livelihood for the wrong reasons or made a mistake. Uh, and it's super hard when someone's um, categorically denying something, and and you know I'm, I'm trying to be as honest person as I can, and I find like I'm, I think I'm one of the worst liars I've ever met, and and so I, I, I want to believe people, and so for me having this evidence was um, enabled me to make a decision that I can I can live with. So yeah, if you found this episode useful, if you like more stuff like this, please do leave a comment on whatever app you happen to be using right now, and please do leave a review and like and give us some star rating five is always nice if you happen to be on apple and yeah share this with your friends and colleagues if you find, think they might also find this useful this is one thing that i think few people know about using um, in an effective way and it's quick and simple to do and it allows you to 
uh, as I say, either put your mind at rest that, no, this was actually completely valid. It did just take longer than I thought. Or actually, no, there is something going on. And as I said, it's not something I do routinely. It's just there if I need it to prove the give the evidence I need to make the hard decisions um, in business in, in these examples. Good. Thank you very much. Have a fantastic rest of your day. Thank you for listening. Uh, and just as a quick note, uh, we're back in the top 3% of all podcasts globally on Listen Note at the time of recording, which is absolutely fantastic. And it's over to you, and it's thanks to you, our listeners, for making this happen. So a massive, massive thank you for being a part of this podcast. Thanks very much. Speak to you soon. Thank you so much for joining me and listening to this episode. I'm well aware there are hundreds of great business podcasts out there and you chose to listen to this one. And for that, I am truly grateful. Hopefully what you heard today took you one step closer to building a successful business so you can share your passion with the world and serve an ever-growing number of people. If you got value out of today's episode, then so will someone else you know. By sharing with others what has helped you along your way, you will grow your influence and be the guy or girl that everybody wants to know. So please hit the share button right now and also remember to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss future episodes. It's impossible for me to cover absolutely everything in these podcasts. So please do head over to systemizeyoursuccess.com right now and download the show notes, transcriptions, and some of my best frameworks and systems for free. Thanks again for tuning in and being a part of this amazing community. Until next time, this is Dr. Steve Day and you've been listening to Systemize Your Success.